We have no guest today. It's just Carlito and myself. It's a wrap up to 2019. Yo, it's a wrap up. (laughs) What a, you know what? It's not even a year. You realize that we started doing the show all over again, the middle of September. Well, that's interesting. Like, you know, you, me and Mike started this because of frustrations that we had in business and awareness we wanted to bring. I felt that the first 18 or 20 podcasts were really frustrating. (laughs) Like they they were just frustrations I had to release. You know, when we came back together and readdressed this, I know I had goals, but I didn't realize I'd think the way I'm thinking now. It's a different voice. Yeah, I'm not not angry anymore because I'd be angry at the whole industry. I am. (laughs) Uh, No, I I, I think I want to be able to teach reconnect with people to better themselves you know i i want to talk about this has been interesting because yeah you're right the first round that we did it with mikey which was great we did 15 shows we got into a rhythm we were doing a lot of interesting things we were speaking to a lot of interesting well, people who knew we'd be here well, it's just like we just said let's just start recording these conversations yeah. that we were having and let's see where this goes we didn't really think okay let's hit 50 let's hit 100 we didn't really think about that but what we were really concerned about was sharing and gathering this knowledge it was really important for us to gather this knowledge and share it with other people and I think that since the middle of, no, of September, the middle of September of 2019 to now, the end of December, we've actually are very close to hitting 50 episodes, 50 shows. So we actually have recorded 30 new shows. Wow. Which is insane for, what is that, a 15-week period, 16-week period? We were doing like two a week and we were just ambitious. We were hungry and we were planning these days and we were talking to a bunch of people and getting this out. I want to do like a slight recap of what we've done. I want to say something still. Go. I'm really surprised that I've walked away with new thoughts, a different direction, a fresh approach. 2020, I'm going to hit it hard. I've learned a lot from our podcast. Like I really have about media, about people, about businesses, how to run them. I am looking forward to the next 50 podcasts. I really have changed. Like I really feel that I've found a different part of myself. It's making us better contractors, right? And, and first and foremost, two big shout outs. It's a huge thank you to Mark and Skylux Skylux, for for letting us be here and and doing the show here and being as generous as he's he's been. It's amazing to actually set up here and, and, and we set up quick and we do it and we don't mind that the guys are just walking in and out. It's a live shop at times. Right now it's quiet because it's on the weekend basically. Um, but huge thank you to Mark and everyone at Skylux. The guy is changing the industry, changing roofing, changing the way it should be. And that's much respect for him. And we love you for you. So thank you so much, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Second one we want to thank is, man, you guys listening. Yeah, like, I can't you believe guys, this. This is insane. Like, Well, the uh, feedback is even more important. Like, to, have, to read your DMs that people are reaching out, just... 
give us an idea of what they want to hear or, you know, just suggestions or thoughts about different ways of doing it. Again, this is our personal opinion. It's all you know, it is. It's all uh, we are sharing. And it's about stories. This is about stories of construction, different ways of doing it, different trial and errors. I think it's really important to, to learn from other people and actually don't do the same thing twice. I also want to talk about how, sure, we've said certain things that we weren't supposed to say. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the construction life. Uh, I find it extremely, I'm glad that we're in our 40s. I am too. Because the reality is that everyone is afraid to actually share an opinion if there's a recording device nearby. Yeah. I and find it that really too. pisses me off that they're afraid. And I'm I'm kind of disappointed that I haven't seen more construction podcasts start. I really am disappointed by that because you figure that a lot of people want to contribute to the construction industry. They want to add value to it. And unfortunately, the pendulum of wanting to make more money is swinging a lot more than the pendulum about sharing knowledge. It sucks that people are too afraid to express an opinion because they're concerned. If I say that, I might lose that free item that's going to arrive in my care yeah, package. Or I might lose that 500 1000 2000 whatever it is that you get paid to do a social media post. And I'm like, you know what, guys? Wake the fuck up, man. If you want to be true to yourself, be true to yourself. But don't be, don't be a caricature of yourself. Don't be afraid just because you're nervous of what you're saying. I don't give a shit. Carlito and I have said things on this show that I don't care who you are. There's an ounce of truth in it. That's just how it is. There's an ounce of truth People in it. People don't like hearing the truth. If it ruffles your feathers, then don't listen to us. And that's the beauty of it. We don't know where this podcast is going to go. We don't know if it'll get picked up sometime and we have to play by the rules. We don't know. But until we get to that point, if that happens... We also told ourselves, Carly, you, we've had numbers conversations of this. We're not going to fucking change. Well, and, and that's funny because we've had people that have wanted to come on board. They gave us, they gave, they, they policed Parameters. us. They were policing us and we won't go with that. And I think uh, just to touch on some things you just said, I think it's really important that there's a lot of people already putting out a message. You know, it's always a personal preference or a personal message. But we have to be careful how we educate people. A lot of people that come on this podcast, there are some people we don't even know who they are. We kind of like their character, you know, their direction. They're telling us who they want to be. We don't know who they are until we get to use them. I've, I've been starting to use some guys from the podcast and they have not failed me. And, you know, 30 years of business, I've had a lot of failures with contractors. And for the first time, I feel like we're addressing good quality guys that want to make a difference. I spent 30 years trying to find quality guys and I couldn't find them. And through this podcast, I'm now finding good quality guys. And it's, it's refreshing to me. It's giving me a new taste that there's good guys out there, that there's guys that care. They'll spend a little bit more time on the job. They'll educate everyone around them. They're not afraid of sharing their knowledge. A lot of guys keep it to themselves and they think they're going to lose business. If you're good, you're good. If That's it. You're going to get to work if you're going to get to work. That's you're it. not going to lose any work. If anything, you're going to build a team. Yeah, so why um, be afraid? Why be afraid, man? And, you know, Manny, you're a little extreme when you say, if you don't want to listen to it, then don't <laughs> listen to it. You know what? If you don't like something, write in. Tell us what you don't like. Let's have a debate. 
This is really about debating. And we have to learn too. Like I'm learning every single day. Send all of your hate mail to Carlito's email, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> man, he loves hate mail. <laughs> I actually haven't gotten any, man. I just get some quick remarks. I don't give a shit. Like that's the problem is that why can't I, I what I like is, and you've said this from day one. If one person is listening, then we're doing something right. Well, if we change one person's life for the positive. We're doing something right. You know, there's a lot of things that people aren't talking about. Are we talking about retirement? We talk about it all the time. And we need to. We need to talk about you guys saving money, investing, uh, planning for the future because we don't know when we're going to get sick. We don't know when we can't work. We can't know. We don't know when we're going to get injured. You don't know when you're going to have a divorce. There's a lot of math here. It's no. life. It's the construction life. Shit happens and you want to be prepared for it. So we know that you're passionate about the trade that you're in. We also, okay, well, I want to go through the first set of shows that we've done. Okay. I want to go through one by one and just remember them because I think a large part is that, to be very honest, the shows have gotten better with each one. Oh, easier listens. Uh, I have to stop interrupting people, but I'm so excited. No, yeah, because you want to get right in there. You you keep forgetting that all of a sudden, oh, oh, this is being recorded and we want to have a conversation that other people want to it's hear. It's really hard to express yourself over one hour. Yeah. Like, to I, don't wanna, I don't want to bore anyone. No. I really want people to constantly listen and just hear a different story. Like we talk about, you know, companies failing and people failing and what they did and how they fixed it. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to end up in the same spot. And this is about growing and learning and adapting and transforming into something different. I, I love a lot of the recent DMs that were all about listening to some things that we were talking about and speaking to certain guests and how they were picking up certain points of interest. And they, they were appreciating learning those points because they didn't want to make those mistakes. They wanted to make new mistakes, which is exactly the whole point of this industry. If you've got one contractor that's willing to share his or her, her knowledge to the next contractor, you should absorb it like a fucking sponge. Because I guarantee you, it's not that you're going to go through with not making a single mistake because that's bullshit. You need to learn from the mistakes. It doesn't hurt that you learn those initial mistakes from us or other people and then start building your own brand and make your own mistakes. But then at least you'll be a little more educated on how to handle those mistakes. Well, uh, 30 years in business and um, I'm just figuring it out. Like I, I spent so much time. Stop. I spent I so much stop. time on the tools and working and teaching other people. I forgot to make money. Like I was making money, but what did I do with it? That's the most important part, right? I think I'll be closing your casket and I'll still hear some nice. hammering going on inside. <laughs> no, I'm like a donkey, bro. <laughs> Croatians live forever. <laughs> um, but what's even more exciting for me is to hear people interacting with us with songs. Like, Oh, yeah. I look forward to three <laughs> seconds or five seconds of someone just giving me whatever they got. And the deer in the headlight look. As soon as we go, you got your song, and they look oh, at you and go, what it. the... F- <laughs> and, 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 the and when I speak to them afterwards, like it's funny that people really express themselves after the podcast. I hear so many really cool things. I say, why don't you say that during the podcast? I think that people have never done a podcast so they're not aware, but I think they didn't realize that when we start talking, we're having a real conversation and they forget about the rules. And then we're having a real conversation, Conversation you know, about the construction. No, there's no holds bar, you know, there's no boundaries. It's nice to see that. What's going to be nice is that once we get into a whole rhythm of how many guests that we're going to have on board and we get 
repeat guests and they come back and i can guarantee you that they'll come back big regarding that intro song man because at first when you presented that i thought to myself you're fucking nuts there's no way people are going to agree to this this is just ridiculous but yeah it's actually become something very friggin' interesting it does it it it's amazing. It's, it does exactly what you said it would do. It actually puts everybody at ease and they want to just have a genuine, honest, open conversation. They don't want to bullshit, sugarcoat, lie. They actually want to contribute and share and yeah. be a part of it. And I love that. And I love that people are listening for that. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling, man. Well, I, I, I think that uh, also for me, music's always been are very important in everyone's soul. And you could be rich or you could be poor. Music's always connected us and brought us together. And when you, you just have a, a happiness when you're listening to music. For someone to express themselves and do a little bit of karaoke on this show. I love it. It just takes their guard down and makes them human again, you know? We got to get some women on here. Oh, we're trying. We're going we're gonna to get, we're gonna, no, we're gonna get some women on there. We're going to get some women. All right, let's, let's go through. So... Uh, everyone knows that we started this podcast in 2017. We started with Mikey and myself and Carlito, and then we ended up doing 15 shows. And those shows are still really good shows, and they were the, basically the foundation of the Construction Life podcast. And it all began with "Good enough isn't good enough for us." That's right. Which was a huge. It was a huge message for us, right? And the thing is that it's such an important message. How it's just like be a little better. Just. Do a little better. Just care a little more. Well, that was very personal for me. I felt that uh, at that point in business, I wasn't getting guys that were good enough. They just, they promised me the world and I ended up having to clean up and finish their work. And that wasn't the deal. That no. wasn't the contract. I was pretty angry back then and frustrated. Come a long way since that first one. And then... Episode number two, we got to meet actually Eamon and, and Reno Run. Wow. And what the hell, like the guy and his story. And we definitely encourage everybody that's listening in to go back and listen to these episodes. And, and if you heard them once, hear it a second time, listen to it to the very end, because there's lots of great moments in all these shows that it just, there's a lot of character. Well, out that of was historic. There. That was really interesting, his story and how he told us and how he found me and how I introduced him to you. And then we got the word out there. But his story was amazing, how he really cared about changing the industry and that just like it stuck to us man. well he's changing a lot of thing within three years it like, was amazing changed was a lot of things in construction then episode number three we just basically went right into contractor negotiations man and that was like, important that was important because we know as any contractor out there the, why the fuck there are it? so many details within a contract yeah and we're still talking about that one we got to refresh that one you know yeah. you can make a contract with people but you know, some people like myself, I've, I've tried to stay away from details, but you really have to put those details in because you have to say, this is what you're going to get for your money. And that's it. Yeah. You can't keep doing freebies. But that's the passion in all of us that we go, sure, I'm here. I'm already doing it. But that's not running a proper business. So I agree with you. Let's do. But one more thing on that one. You still have to be careful, even with a good contract. Make sure you're getting paid as you should because yep. you could end up getting into a fight. A lot of people don't, they don't care if you have a contract. They just want to go to court. This is a subject that we're going to touch upon again because we have to, because we get messages all the time from people asking us, okay, can we actually see a proper contract? And like you said over and over, Carlito, every quote is different. Every job is different. Everything is different. Every price so is different. Every price is different. So it's hard to actually say this is the ironclad contract that you should be. And I think if people are out there trying to sell that message that this is the contract that you should be using, 
it's total bullshit because it should be catered towards your business and what you're building as a brand. And that's what we talk about later on in other future episodes. Number four, we got our chance to get the first women on the show, which was amazing. Yeah, we got a chance amazing. to speak to designers. We got a chance to speak to the reps at Handstone. We got a chance to sit down and just talk about the industry at a, at a designer client level, which was a really interesting talk. And well, it was it was interesting to find out designers may they may be in charge of the design, but really at the end of the day, if they don't listen to their contract team. about realistic team uh, budgets and team, how, yeah, it's really <laughs> about a team. But it's also important that when you get a designer, you know, they give you drawings. They they don't make money off the sub trades. When when they when they quote you, they should make money at that point. And they shouldn't be picking contractors because the contractor is giving them a kickback. Yep. They should be picking the contractors that are the right people on the job. Now, if you're getting a kickback, you should be managing that project with the general GC or the trade. That's generally not the rule. But there are some people that want to be very involved and, and there's okay. It's okay for a designer to make money on the second part as long as they're part of it. I'm still dumbfounded on how much money designers make for the amount of work that they put into the job. Well, it's crazy how hard we work. Yeah. And how we have to battle people to prove ourselves that that's how much we're worth when someone else could just come along and just say, I charge 500 a, an hour. Yeah. I still have respect for them. I have a lot of, I have a lot of great friends that are designers. There's I, designers have brought me a lot of work. The designers have kept me alive. They paid my bills. I just need to find a different way to work with them so that, like you said, we're a team. I just, I want designers to be more respectful of contractors. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, they're That's not, just really They're not any better simple. than us. We're making their dreams come true. That's exactly what it is. We're, they're not... In, no, I've always said this over and over, man. No trade is more important than any other trade. Everybody's equal. Yeah. Everybody's a team player. If you're not, then there's something, there's an imbalance. And what's going to happen is there's resistance. And then all of a sudden, nobody's going to fucking like doing the job. Don't be telling me that you're more important than me. I don't give a shit who the fuck you are. And I don't give a shit what car you drive to the job site. Don't care about that shit. Number five. Wow, this is a really important one. I still talk to people about this all the time. People always tell me, hey man, I really love that one, respect the next trade. It's so important. Like guys, we're, even if I don't know you, why would you leave me hanging or screw me over? If you had a problem with the con, if you had a, per a problem with a contractor or the designer or the homeowner, you should have ironed it out at that point. It's not fair to leave anyone hanging. Yeah. Put garbage behind the wall, not do the job properly. Just remember, when you're quoting the job, you're quoting to finish the job. What you start, you should finish. Exactly. You're only good as your last trade. Number six, we got to meet Roger <laughs> from Techno Metal Post, and that was a hilarious one. And I, I guess a lot of people listen to the podcast, you probably realize there's a nice balance of humor. Sometimes it's a, a little humor outside of your zone. There's a little <laughs> bit of profanity. Are you saying something? Depends on <laughs> depends on what level of profanity you accept. Uh, in all fairness, you know, towards the end there, like I think episode uh, in the late 30s, early 40s, there's been some episodes where there's been no profanity. So, you know, we're trying. We're making a conscious well, effort. I also think that we're trying to keep it real and real people speak this way. And these are conversations we really have. These are real feelings. Of course, when we get into public and there's children or older women around, oh, that's or I just more. older men, even, um, <laughs> we have respect. Like I, I was brought up properly by my mother. <laughs> it's not like I want to speak to people like this. When 
when you choose to listen to this and we're doing an enclosed podcast, get ready for my dick. Get ready for fuck. <laughs> um, and those are things I want to talk about because that's who I am. And I don't want to hide from who I am. You know, I'm a great person, but I find comedy in, in different in different terms or different you know, just different jokes, right? Just like people, man, wake the fuck up, man. Everyone is just way too sensitive. I'm, I'm like, can we please go back to the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s where we we're allowed to say what we wanted to say and we can punch somebody if we wanted to punch them? Well, it's just like, why can't we do that now? this? Why don't you come on the Construction Life podcast, get a hold of Manny Tell and have a real conversation. Yeah. Why are you hiding behind don't, shit? Don't talk about it in someone's garage or someone's basement and leave it there. Bring it on the podcast. Let's share it. Back to construction stories. They get afraid of recording devices. <laughs> That's what it is going to be. Are there any recording devices around here? I don't want any recording I'm devices. I'm not afraid. <laughs> but back to Roger. So yeah. that, that was amazing to hear the story of Techno Metal Post and figure out where it came from, how long it's been around, how many structures are actually being done by helical piles, how Techno Metal Post is the world leader of, of helical piles. Love that story. But that was a little bit more to me than just about what they do. It was also about changing your ways. Like the, the saying, old dogs, new, new tricks. tricks. You, you have to adapt. You yeah. have to like... Change. If you don't, you're going to be left in the dust. Number seven, we got to meet us. We talked a little bit about us. Carlito was hogging the whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I got. I can keep doing that. By the way, there's so many stories. Because <laughs> Carlito, as most of you know, was on this uh, TV show. We don't give a shit about it anymore. I do. <laughs> Changed my life. Made me a better person. I wouldn't be here with you, Manny, with a, a great uh, opinion. Oh, you know what? I could probably say that it did change my life and made me a better person too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so bad. <laughs> Number eight. Are uh, we ever going to meet eye to eye? <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, we got to meet Will Gunnell, which I wow. actually met in Vegas at IBS. And he came up to me at the Drycore booth of all places. And I saw him there and we got talking. And then we got a chance to listen to his story where he went from the military to being a police officer to being a contractor, potential FBI agent. And successful, successful. in construction. Successful. But even more important, he busted the cherry of the Construction Life podcast and oh. sang his first song. Yes. He's the one that did the very first one that started he, that thing. He changed he a lot of things for us. He belted out Frank Sinatra, which yeah. was amazing. amazing. We loved it. Thank you, Will. That was great. Number nine. Oh, here it is. <laughs> okay, this is Manny's favorite. So this is uh, this has been a funny phrase since day one. So if you want to hear me really get into profanity and freaking out, it's renovators versus reno actors. And reno actors is anybody that pretends to be a renovator. Unfortunately, my opinion is that anybody that's on a TV show nowadays, on DIY, HDTV, or whatever. I consider them reno actors. That's just my opinion. I know that Carlito was on his show, on that show for, what was it, 15 years you were on that show? 15 years. Well, I was yeah. on four or five shows. And but. I still do not deny the fact that, that the first season, the second season, it was great. I learned. I paid attention. I learned. And I actually got a kick out of him going into the situation going, it's all wrong. Let's just rip it all down and start well, all over. Well, this isn't just about one person. Now, your opinion is different than mine. No, it's not. I, I really believe that television is very important and people should 
not abuse the television or the radio or whatever format of uh, media that there is to represent the construction industry. Um, saying that we changed the industry with television. We brought awareness to the industry. There was a lot of learning from this. And you know what? This started a great snowball of good things and bad things. Unfortunately, I'll speak for myself. I think the network puts their hands too far into the cookie jar and they should just leave the cookies for the cookie monsters. They should just do what they do best. And that's bring uh, entertainment to television. And a lot of this is entertainment. Some people don't know that most of these shows that are out there, these aren't real contractors. Well, 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 you see, know? That's, okay, that's, I have the two-fold problem here, right? So this, this show, this concept had a two-parter back-to-back, and it's going to have a third. I, well, Carlito might not be a part of hey, the listen, third one. We're, <laughs> we're, we're good friends. <laughs> uh, you know what? We have, the same, we have the same mission in mind. Yes. We have two different approaches. And, you know, I could tell you that there, I've met some amazing people and I, I would have never learned what I've learned without that show. Honestly, I, I for would me, have, it was I, day and night. I would not have a single problem with any of them on TV if they spoke the truth. Well, if I, they just said, listen, the crew behind me, they did the work. I didn't do the work. I showed up, I'm in front of the camera, and I'm talking about what's going on here. And I agree with you that the executives that are part of the production way overextend their ability on construction knowledge. And they care more about storytelling. And that makes it pure entertainment. So I have a problem when you have a pure entertainment show and I, you have hosts. But that's what you said, it's entertainment. That's I, the most important I, but part. But the hosts are not saying it's entertainment. The hosts are saying it's a it's a fair and just reflection of the construction industry. So that's where I have a problem. So I rather have and I would have a lot of respect and I would actually express that respect on social media if these rental actors would just say, listen, I didn't do the work. The guys behind me did well, the work. And the reason that I'm using this product is because I'm being paid to use this product. You start saying that shit, then I start respecting you. But you're not. You're saying that I did the work, not the guys behind me. I'm not being paid. This product is the best product to be used. That's where I start losing this, and that's why I have a problem with that. Well, them. I think that a lot of people need to understand that you're taking two animals that aren't the same animal, and you're mixing them. You're taking television, and you're taking construction. They're not meant to... They're, no. they're not, not meant to merge together. Well, hang There's, on a sec. Yes, they are, because this old house does it very well. This old but, house does it very well. But a lot of people don't well. realize that Bob Vila really was not a general no, contractor. No, no, I know, but Bob Vila and, and is not is part of this old to. house, right? So we need people to represent contractors yes. sometimes yes. because contractors don't have a voice. Yes. But you are right when they do bring these actors on to represent construction workers. They should say, hey, listen, you know what? We're representing the voice of contractors instead of saying we did. The, I know I know there's a couple brothers out there and they, they'll pretend that they're real contractors and they won't be paying their trades and so on. Did I say anything out loud? I didn't say anything. Out loud. There's there's a lot of them out there's there. There's a lot of bad guys out there that are pretending they're good guys. So and they're not. Why can't they just 
acknowledge the fact that they didn't do the work. Well, why can't the network just get real guys? They, and, they're trying, and, but the problem is And that be honest about it. The problem, is, and it's the exact same situation with me, they want to change me. They want to change. And I was really happy to hear when I posted my latest and greatest rant about Reno Actors. <laughs> and you I are the Don so Cherry of podcasts. <laughs> I am not the Don Cherry of, of podcasts, okay? The, I, I was really glad to hear that so many other people were approached by executives and they turned them down because they, they got the win that they wanted to change them. They wanted them to become this product. And that's great. If you're a reno actor and you love fucking getting down on your knees and sucking, then continue sucking. That's totally fine. You're making a lot of money. Why the fuck do you care what little old me says about you? Well, you know what I'm I'm more disappointed is is that there's a better product to use. Listen, you can use whatever product you want. Your budget is different. Your construction methods are different. No one said it has to be our way or their way. You have a choice. The thing is, though, is when, when people are looking up to you and you're a role model, you represent the materials and the products that are out there. You should really talk about the best to the poorest and make allow, allow the homeowner or the contractor to make the decision on how he's going to budget himself for what material I, I he's going to use. I agree with you completely, dude. Anyways, we completely. should skip that one Let's because I, on think that's a, I think that's really uh, too but close I'm to home base. I'm telling you, there will be a part three. Now, the next two, we actually, back-to-back, we did women in construction. Wow. And I personally, as far as I know, we were the first construction podcast to actually talk about women in construction. Why is that? People are afraid. They are afraid. I, we get it that women are a minority in construction. We get it that we learned that it was like four percent of the force yeah i through, can't believe that through next gen that's going to be a podcast that we're going to post soon and uh, speaking to agnes over at next gen and we learned that across canada it was four percent and i get i understand that it's a man's world but i was i was personally disappointed that it's our least listened to podcast and i'm i'm kind of pissed off by. i'm that. kind of pissed off that women aren't listening to this more and making it no difference. women are listening women are listening to our podcast I, I you know i've gotten some messages where if you guys tone down the profanity that maybe more women to listen to i go sure sure that's that's, that's not the kind of women i want to talk to though <laughs> honestly like if you're in this industry you have to be open-minded you know it, it's like it's like immigration if you're coming to this country conform to the ways that are here then bring what you, your culture Who's Don Cherry now? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, the industry is set. And, you know, we're trying to make little changes, but we're just trying to tweak them out. We're trying to better people. We're trying to give... Listen, you can't come in here and... We can't change everything. We were just talking about this with Hans, where we were talking about how... Why the hell does everybody get so sensitive when you when you share profanity? And I don't what's why? What's if I have an opinion, why yeah. you, are you getting angry? Yeah, why? What? What? What is everybody supposed to be all smiley, lovey, dovey? And I go, no, dude, I'm allowed to say, listen, I think you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, I want to do a part three. I still believe in the fact of doing a part three to that, and possibly a part four. I really want a woman that is willing to speak the truth. Yes. Uh, across the whole board. The women were fantastic that we had. We just need more awareness. Oh, the two women, women were amazing. The I, I met a woman recently. She actually would love to do the podcast, but she's concerned about doing the podcast because she's actually a project manager for the government. 
Yeah, why are we afraid to have an well, opinion? Because she could actually lose her job if she starts expressing certain scenarios, certain things that have unfolded, because those were one-off scenarios, and and it would, the fo- the fingers would be pointed back. Maybe at- we can get one of those things that you could put on. That's your That's what I suggest. <laughs> I totally suggested to I'll her. I'll pretend I'm a woman then. <laughs> We've got Mrs. Smith here. Hi guys, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so that takes us to number thirteen, where it it became about personal and professional time and and we were coming up with these themes about these ideas because this is the shit that we were going through on a daily weekly monthly yearly basis so we were like going we wanted to share our own opinions about that so we we had some thoughts about how we can manage our personal time we can manage our professional time we were no experts by any means but we were sharing what we were learning and we want to bring more experts on the shows and the future shows that will give us more insight on that and you know what since then my opinion has really changed i really put way too much time into my business your your business doesn't need 100% of you. It just needs that when you put 70% into it, it's 100% energy into it. You know, construction is very simple. If you're honest, everything's written down, you've got all the details down, you've budgeted yourself, and you've looked at the numbers, there's no reason that you can't do really well in this business and keep homeowners or other contractor designers happy. Number 14, we got a chance to talk about mom and pop shops. I don't think I'll ever change about this. About what? Mom I and pops? love mom and pop I shops. I love mom and I don't, I, to be very honest, I don't think mom and pop construction shops they'll ever disappear i well, don't think i, I think they the, don't i think the level of customer service that they offer is is insane i think that personal commitment to us as trades is insane i love it we got a chance to speak to tony at mississauga hardware about that we definitely want to do more mom and pop shops uh, stops hey mom and pop shop stops yeah you know and and getting back to that uh, mom and posh uh, shops there's nothing wrong with big box stores but i'll tell you when i go to a big box store I pay full pop. When I create a relationship with, say, Mississauga Hardware, and I'm just—it's just an example. It doesn't mean that it's an actual fact. When you create a relationship with, say, Tony, and you come in and you spend ten thousand dollars a year, I guarantee he will do something yes. that a big box store would never do: yes. service or a product or a freebie. A relationship, like you know, you create a relationship with someone. You call a big box store and say, "Hey, I'm coming to pick this up at six. They're like, "Yeah." Fuck so, you. Who, who cares? cares? I know. You're just another customer. But when I call a mom pa store and I say, hey, listen, I um, I really need to grab something tomorrow morning. Is there any way of being there at 530? These people will flex they for will you. They will do it. They'll they go do out it. of their way to help you to keep and your that's, business. That's what I, I respect because they, they wake and up the early. And the prices are better. I agree with you. They wake up early. The markups are way too big <laughs> in big box stores, man. But, but you don't want to say anything bad about big box stores. No, I need them. Yeah. I do need them. Listen, there's there's days and hours that uh, I'm, I need to go and they're convenient. I won't lie. They're, they're convenient. I may be paying top dollar, but I'm paying to save time not to go somewhere else. Or I could just call Rena Run. Exactly. <laughs> Number 15, we got a chance to talk about social media and construction and uh, how to handle it. And I guess the biggest message out of that one was really about at that point, the trolls were coming out of the woodwork and you were getting people talking a lot of shit. Everybody wanted to be a celebrity and all of a sudden they were hiring each other and then one person would do a shit job and then they wanted to talk shit about somebody else. Then you quickly learned that contractors were setting up fake pages and talking shit about people slandering. Yeah, that's wrong, man. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with all you people, man? Yeah. And and I, my advice on that show was basically, it was really simple. Someone wants to talk shit about you on your page, block the motherfucker. 
That's all it is. Then they can't talk shit about you. They can't. They can just do it in their own fucking way if they want to. But if they keep on persisting and doing talking shit about you, then fucking take legal action against that person. I guarantee you, they'll shut the fuck up. Well, That's- another thing too that I want to get to is more positive. <laughs> is that that was an amazing time two years ago. Everybody when was we, growing. When, when we when we were recording and Insta- Instagram was the place to be. Yeah. That was when you could make the numbers you needed to make. Now it's harder to make those numbers. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people with really cool techniques and tricks. And people are now scattered across. Before it was more focused. There Some was, have left. Yeah. Some have just left. Well, I know a lot of guys that have done really well on Instagram. And now they barely post anything because they're so busy. They can't even keep up. They don't even I, I, need I, it anymore. I think they got tired of the, of the trolling. I think they got tired of people talking shit about them. And I'm like, listen, people, you got to understand, Manny doesn't have any feelings, man. So you want to talk shit about me? Talk shit about <laughs> the me. The Grinch. I fucking, I don't care, man. I'm I don't the care. Grinch. The Q that hates me is right over here. The Q that likes me is right over here. You decide whether you want to be in one or the other, or you don't want to be in either of them. Yeah, or no, you don't give a fuck about hey, me. Hey, listen, again, I don't this care. is a personal opinion. These are personal opinions. <laughs> and, and you know what? You can't be wrong when you're having a personal opinion. Because exactly. it's your opinion. Unfortunately, number 15 was the last... Podcast with the Tree Amigos. That was the last one. And then we took a big pause. We took a pause. We took a big pause. And the reason that we took a big pause is because it was getting overwhelming. And it was the number one reason that I didn't want to start a podcast because I know it was a lot of work. And we took over a year pause. But then, you know, we still but stayed you in know touch. What? The podcast opened my eyes up to different avenues and angles in life. So believe it or not, the first 15 were so therapeutic to me. And I'm speaking about myself here. Yeah, whatever I agree whatever you, else man. anyone experienced is totally different. But for me, I actually really learned a lot. And it made a new bug and a snowball effect in my life. When we took that break, I changed. I went new directions. I ended up in new places. I ended up meeting new people. I separated myself from certain people and created new relationships with people. And now I'm back with a different attitude, a different view, a different angle. I just want to grow from here. So after that one, I basically cheated on Carlito. Because uh, I didn't want well, the podcast cheat. to die. You asked if you could cheat. <clears throat> I did. I did ask. I spoke to Mikey. <laughs> I spoke to Carlito. I told him I want to continue it. I'm actually uh, same thing as you. I was learning. I was becoming better. I was experiencing a, a positive reaction to actually speaking to people and getting some insight. And and I think you did some great shows here, by the yeah, way. Yeah, these are amazing, right? So this, I mean, the f- first fifteen were great shows, but then all of a sudden I got an opportunity, and I want to do like sixteen was building science with Suprema. And and I've been huge on building. I wanted science. to be there. No, we're going to do, took me out do for another dinner, one. When you we're, took me out for dinner, yeah. and I met some of the engineers Joe, there. You met do, Joe. I you met wanted ben, to have you, yeah, so many conversations Hank, with you, them. Like these guys, these are the conversations that you want to have. These guys have taught me so much about building science. So I was like, I want to continue this conversation. So I know for a fact that we'll do another one about building science. We today we just had Hans, so we were actually talking with Hans. I have a lot and, of questions for Suprema. So, yeah, this is massive, right? So I, I did sixteen. I did seventeen, which was. Schluter. 
Schluter. Love Schluter. Schluter was amazing. I wish I was there. It but was we, great. we did it once. We, so. we did it again at the show. So Todd was there giving us the evolution of Schluter and where it all began. Omid was there. He was giving his, his insight on on being a youngin. And then by, also, by the way, I just want, I know I wasn't part of that, but Todd for over twenty years took care of me at Schluter. Yeah. And always answered yeah. and helped me out and always answered his phone. That customer man, service. That's a man of yeah. his word. Customer service. From there, I did one with uh, with MSL Soundproofing. Oh, I wanted and, that. And Will Gunnell joined us on that conversation of as well. Of course he did. And we got to talk a lot about their products and what to do for soundproofing and how we were so used so to important. just drywall, layers of drywall. Layers. No, there's other ways of doing it. So that was a really good one. Then we also had to do a, a, a roofing one. So we finally, I was actually the very first one that was done in this room. You know what? The, I wish I was there for that. That was such a stepping stone. You know, Mark has been such a fantastic guy. Huge guy. Skylux has grown so much and it's a quality company. For him to even allow us to just make this home base yeah. and give us a place to to express ourselves, Says share opinions, Says a lot and change about the, the man. industry. This guy's a this guy's a stand-up guy. Says a lot. So yeah. that was an interesting one about roofing, and we got the better side of uh, the roofing business and what what they don't like and what they talk shit. And, and we learned really quickly that everybody, every roofer thinks they're the best roofer. That's just hands down. That's all. I'm the best roofer, right? And they'll talk shit. Everybody about other thinks roofers. they're the best mutter. Exactly. It's the same thing, right? Number twenty finally got us back after so many conversations and texts between Carlito and I and also talking to Mikey and everything like that. Well, I was we, in a better place. Well, yeah, we were like, let's let's get this started. So, you know, after a year and a bit, almost a year and a half, we finally said, fuck it. I went to your house. We set up and we just go, here you go. Here's the middle of September. We sat down and TCL is back. That's all. It was as simple as that. TCL is back. The construction life is back. What are we going to talk about? And the vibe, the well, tone was for, different. For me, it was different. It was that you and me, for the, for the people listening out there, they hear you and me talking and we have our opinion. But we actually respected each other. Yes. I promised I wouldn't police your opinions and you wouldn't police my opinions. And we had different outlooks to construction. What we really wanted to do, that one was the, the biggest turning point for me. That was when we established that we were here to educate, give more inf ammunition and information to people, more options and opinions, and be honest. Yes. Like, you know what? We got to... We're getting to talk to people without them being afraid of expressing the real truth to the industry, to construction, to homeowners, to just running a business. I think the biggest compliment that we can take away from the podcast and doing the podcast is that we put people at ease. We get them to a certain place where they do want to share these stories. And it's not about burning bridges or pissing other people off. They genuinely want to share positive stories about and negative ones where they learned so they can share this knowledge to the next generation or the next trade or the next person. At this point, too, I want to I want a big shout out to Mike. He uh, if it wasn't for Mike, the three of us wouldn't be Never. here exactly. together doing this. Exactly. I wish he was all part of this. Anyways, we're on life a fresh is busy. Start, Shit's going now, on. So. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. Thank you, Mike, for being a part of the first fifteen, and then it basically gave us the foundation to do the rest of them that yeah. we've done right now. There's no signs of this shit stopping, right? Yeah. So. Well, this is another thing. I don't think anyone understands. We're here for free. Yeah. That's this, just we're the not getting line, paid man. for this. Yeah. Like this is about another sharing. reason why you'll never see a Renault actor do a podcast. I just want to. Well, in a second, that was a Renault actor. <laughs> you weren't a Renault actor. Just joking. You were not a uh, fucking. But no. Renault but actor. my point. My point is, is that 
we're doing this out of our heart exactly. to make a difference in the industry. How many people want to make a difference in this industry? The people that are coming on this podcast are people that want to make a difference. Yes. Yes. And uh, what I'm asking is if you're that person, please contact Manny yes. and come out here and tell us your story. The construction life is about construction stories. It's about your uh, travels and, and your, the way you've experienced construction. There's always a story to be told. Yeah. 21, we finally did Millennials in Construction Part 1, and that was a top-rated show. You know what? And it, I was pretty impressed with that because I thought I was going to be... I don't know. I think I was... I thought I, had I no would expectations. be angrier and I had more no upset. Expectations. And, but I realized that there are so many people younger than me that are more talented. There's so many talented guys at every age. I think that my experiences in my first 30 years, I had many problems, but it's good to see that the young guys out there are getting it. They're serious about it. They're saving their money. They're doing really good quality work. And I'm speaking for the ones that care. There's a lot of guys still out there that don't. Right? I got a message today from someone listening to that particular podcast and he had a big title on it saying, <laughs> was it Eddie? It wasn't Eddie. He goes. He just said Eddie, and then he sent me some messages, and he was like, "I know a lot of Eddies, man. There's a lot of Eddies. <laughs> There's a lot there, of Eddies." So it was refreshing to hear Flo and Omid, who are both millennials, in 24 years old, is how, they're basically half our age, and they were talking about how they deal with this shit on a daily basis. But they're working at it. They're learning. They're trying to figure it out. The next episode, we, we got to bring on a, a, a fine gentleman, Matthew from E-Analytics, who got our first glimpse into the paper side of the really business. Really interesting, actually. We just don't realize how important the technology paper. is and paper is. Yeah. yeah. It opened up my eyes. And since then, I've actually realized how many people are so interested in this, you know, because my mind was narrow to it. I felt that I have it down the way I want it, but I'm just bettering myself by speaking more and more to more people like this. Right? There's always new ways to build your business. And unfortunately that most people in construction well, don't know how to build the business on paper. Spend your money wisely. Yeah. Your time is money. So we definitely encourage you to listen to that one from Matthew and even reach out to him because he'll talk to you. He'll send you an email. He'll follow up. The follow on one we had brought, we brought in Joe Fernandez from JR Windows guy, man. and we got to talk a lot about windows and garage doors and doors and, and everything like that. And he had some great insight on how he runs his business and he's got a lot of experience so it was great to have joe on there and uh another pork chop eh? yeah this you know what it was so interesting to have his opinions and that was actually we we spoke about a lot and then we followed that one up with gary from mayor's wow. carpentry and that was an amazing story and an amazing intro he had the the song that he was singing and his dad nearly had a you know an episode where he was going to be gone a year prior and he came back and he's still on the job site and that was a great story this to is a hear guy with him. a lot of heart yeah everything's huge, personal to huge, him huge right if and he does a job for you it's his job and he i really cares. i love that they're on the job site on time i love that they take their breaks on time they take their lunch on time and they work until the end of the day on time and then they go home on time well even I love that even more important is that you know we spoke a, a few earlier about family you know he gets the opportunity i'm very envious of him he gets to work with his father gets to yes. know his father yes he gets that's time that no one can take away from them those are memories projects it's it's such a bond you know what i mean yeah. and i wish i had that kind of relationship with my father right but i don't so 
My family father's th- got to be family family <laughs> therapy now. The construction light family therapy episode. Eighty six dollars an hour start. <laughs> <laughs> Number twenty five. We got to see George and talk about residential concrete with yeah. DGR. Wow. Some of the best guy, concrete man. guys in the city of Toronto area. And George had a lot of stories. And he, I believe, was our first guest that was older than us. You know, yeah, and uh, well. Yeah, I think he yeah, was. Yeah, he was. I he think was. a person that changed me a lot. Like when I saw him come in here and he was explaining that he could take time off of work and he could do whatever he wanted and he created a successful company and his employees are happy and he doesn't have guys, you know, dropping out every year or two and having to replace that he's got a team. That was a real eye opener for me. That is, he really is teaching me that this time around, I'm going to create a business that's a family. Yes. You know, and a lot like Mark, profit sharing, working together, making it not just your project, but it's their project. These are team players. This was a great one. I love talking about residential concrete. And then we follow that one up with Sean Flood and talking wow. about commercial the next concrete. Prime Minister of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and that was an amazing talk about like the voodoo bones and yeah, I and just it. the way the, the the politics of concrete and all this other shit. And I, I personally think he had some great ideas how to fix the gardener well, and I other things. Well, I saw your eyes open there, oh, man. Yeah. I was like, this is a why can't we do this? Well, oh, why I is there so much red tape? Because it's that's how it is. Politicians, man. You know, so he was very technical. Yeah. There was a lot of, but that was good, and you should definitely give that one a listen. There, we followed that up with a part two to Skylux, but it wasn't really so much about roofing as much as it was where Mark has taken his business and he's gone down the ACM route and he's doing cladding now. You know what? And I really wanted to focus on that ACM. It's you know, it's been around, but it's getting into residential. Oh, yeah. And it's sexy. Yes. Uh, I can't wait until the cost can come down a little bit for myself to be able to afford it. But he's built a really solid business on the back of building a solid well, roofing business. And, and you know, me getting to know him uh, and his business is that he is not allowing anyone to alter his quality. No. You know, when you set a price, I always say this, there is no set price in construction. No. It's about what you deliver. It's about what you add to materials, the kind of materials you use. There has to be a reason you charge a certain price and it costs to do things. You know, most, most homeowners are making bad contractors because they're under budgeting them, they're cutting them short. Yes. And these are people's biggest investments. Yes. And so some contractors are really good guys and they get into a project and then a homeowner or a bad GC makes them look like bad guys. Yep. And that's the unfortunate part. 28 episode, we got to uh, meet the original, the OG. The guy who <laughs> came up it, the OG. with Aria Vents. So we got to meet Paolo and his daughter, Roberta. Wow. She was a great speaker. Feisty. And she was great taking speaker. over. So, I mean, he came up with this amazing vent three, four years ago. The industry didn't embrace it. The industry tried to squash it. He proved that it was actually a great event, mechanically speaking. Aesthetically speaking, it was a home run. Yeah. And we got to listen to the story behind Aria Vent. And that's a fascinating story. And I've known Paolo for... 
fuck, six, seven years I've known Paolo now, right? And and he's family. He's family, and I love what they do. I just had uh, you know lunch with them just before the holiday break, and I, I always love passing by there. Of course, there's always an espresso break, but I mean, he had an interesting story about that. You know what I like about Pablo is he is the Paolo, pro- not Paolo. Pablo. So, sorry, sorry, I apologize. <laughs> sorry, uh, Paulo. The thing about him is that he's an inspiration. Yes. Um, he's someone that puts something in his head, focuses on it, and gets it done. And that's the kind of people you want to be around. You don't want to hang around with people or be around people that say they want to do something and they don't do it. When you're just a talker, this guy's a walker. Yeah. And it was inspiring. From that point on, I've got a couple ideas. I don't know how we're going to get to these points, but we're going to. This guy inspired me to just believe in your dreams and follow them. Great uh, product, by the way. I love it. And if you can, maybe give him a call and ask him. Maybe one or him two out, can man. fall off the bus. The guy. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode, number 29, I cheated on uh, Carlito again. So I did a podcast with Tubbs, the ultimate bass shop in, in uh, the East End, or sorry, the West End. And we talked about personalities. We talked about contractor personalities and client personalities and suppliers personalities. Actually, I had a couple uh, calls from a couple guys and we were talking and they said this was one of their favorite. It was just, it was interesting to listen to what it was a what, clean listen what he had to say like cone frank he had a lot of interesting the guy's got like i think he had like 50 plus years in the business man the guy has seen a lot of shit right so it was just an interesting talk about it and it was really about reading people and it was really about understanding how to speak to people and i like that and that's something that i want to revisit again between the two of us we could totally bring in a bunch of people and let well, them I've read been us. using them for years too it's yeah. it's just a matter of allowing your your homeowner allowing you to open up their budget and be realistic about what they're going to get. Then number 30, we brought in Josh from OnHive, and he scared the shit out of us with the future. I mean, he talked a lot about the technology behind construction and where the industry's going. 5G, 6G, I'm afraid of that Data, stuff, and, and he's true. And I completely believe him that data is going to be the most serious currency in the next five ten years it's just like just information about people and we know that if you shop on amazon we know that if you use a smartphone we know that if you're doing all this integration stuff and he gave us some insight into that not all of it we definitely have to bring him back bring other home automation cyber guys back in and start talking more stuff if you are in construction you better start embracing these guys well it's crazy how these computers now are giving us what we want the other day i was uh, online and i was surfing for something a product and the minute i got off searching for that product i got hit with 20 different marketing dun 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 and it's pretty crazy how they've organized this that you know you think you're alone but we're not alone no no you and the bangles man you're listening to the song no, i meant space we're not alone <laughs> Oh, we're not alone now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a while to get that one. Yeah, that was an oldie, buddy. <laughs> Number 31, Landscaping was a wicked podcast man, with I John. I love this guy. This was an amazing podcast, man. Like, just to hear his story about being in his early 20s and having to, their desire to build a landscaping business with the most expensive tools. But you know what I learned from him? Don't buy anything until you're ready yes. to buy it. Build that your business. That was such an important yes. Like to me, that was like a big game changer. Like when he said to me, I have a problem. You know, women like to, I, I'm just a stereotype. Women like to buy shoes. 
I like to buy tools. I will overbuy tools. I see it on, I see it on Instagram all the time. Guys want to buy the most popular tool. They don't even need it. You know, when you're spending four, five, six, seven hundred bucks on something and you don't need it, that could go to your kids, that could go to your mortgage, that could go on a renovation. Hookers, drugs. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> hey, we all have to work. <laughs> um, John really said it well. You know, he would buy a tool when he made a certain amount of business and a certain amount of work. He would rent that really it stuck until with it got me. to the yeah, and that, that's what I liked about it a lot. And man. he and he reminded me of like uh, more like a jazzy kind of like oh yeah i know eh? like it was the late night tcl (laughs) podcast (laughs) in the wee hours i love it man love you john (laughs) it was great thanks so much john number 32 we brought in john from crafting clerk and another paper pushing business podcast really listen to this guy and what i loved about him is that you can write down your thoughts and your notes and shit that needs to be organized on literally a two by four or a piece of something take a picture of it and send it to them and they will input it into the books and they will organize everything for you and i was like man that makes sense to me man so get i mean that's it was a fountain of of information there. what i what i liked about it is that how many guys are really organized they're not where does where do your receipts end up our garbage bag at tim horton's box um behind your seat on your dashboard this guy really surprised me to be able to just he's almost like Getting ready for your accountant. Yes. I really like that. Just yes. give them everything. And you know what? People are like, oh, that's too expensive. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And each, you know what? When you think about how much money you lose organizing this stuff, uh, losing receipts, losing information, that's when it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you at home. That's a great podcast. You guys should check it out, man. It'll help your business run a lot better. Number 33, I really wish that guest at on our 33 podcast was a little... A little louder. I wish she was a little more animated. What? Was- <laughs> <laughs> Rob was we, fantastic. We had, Rob, we had Rob from Galaxy Plumbing, and the guy did not hold back. And, and you it, know what? It was our longest podcast. And we still didn't cover everything. No, we still didn't cover. And, and of course, with plumbing, we had enough pipe jokes and enough plumbing jokes yeah. and all kinds of jokes. But we had a lot of great insight, and it was great to hear from him about how he did learn... That was union. an easy listen, man. Yeah, the guy was just like, he went the union route, he learned his shit, but he also knew that the guys who taught him, he was glad that he left. And he took that information, he built his business, and the guy has built a really successful plumbing business. And I, I love seeing his stories yeah, when he's on the highway. Yeah, one thing I learned about him is, you know, Rob told us the inside secret to plumbing. And you know what that is, right? Never trust a plumber with your wife. <laughs> 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 no, I brought that fact up. I was just saying, listen, oh, man, there joking. was a survey. There was a survey. <laughs> oh, uh, number 34, we had our first architect on the show. We're going to definitely bring more architects and we're going to definitely bring more designers because we want to keep on shedding more light on that architect contractor dynamic and how it should be treated. It's a great listen to Danny talk about his business and how he built it up and how he connects with contractors. Please, we encourage you, you know guys what? to listen I, to it. I loved it, but I really wanted to hear more of the problems that are happening course, out there. He was very professional, very serious. The next time around, we got to find someone that's just yes. ready to to allow that information out there. There is information about architects and contractors that aren't good stories. 
and they need to be told. I'll just write my BCIN test and then I'll be the architect and I'll just tell it as it is. We can do small structural (laughs) stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Number 35, we got the first time on the road where we basically started it. We came up with the idea of actually doing podcasts at the building show 2019. Dude, that was brilliant. That was a great show where we got to meet Agnes from Next Gen. We got to meet, I'm trying to figure out his name, from uh, Procore. We got to meet Jazz from Procore. And then we also got to meet the crew at building show. We were talking about the show and, and we know that the building show also known as Construct Canada, has been a staple for us as contractors here in Canada, here in the Toronto area, that we attend this show all the time, every single year, and we check it out. And so that was a great podcast to get some insight on. And and funny enough is that a lot of insight on that podcast was about tech, was about the new age, about, you know, getting the younger generation. you You know, for me, that was different than it was for you. I realized this is something that you take advantage of all the time that I don't. I'm embracing it. You even make though I'm, the, I'm you pushing make 50, the time man. for this. Yeah. You make the time for this. I don't. But um, you have to. But man. I will be. You have um, to. You know, that show was honestly amazing. New products, new fresh techniques. When you get stuck doing one thing all the time, you forget to learn. This is a great place to go and learn. And this isn't a small event. When we were in that office, there was a lot of people making this happen. Informa. Informa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Number 36, I was incredibly happy that Mike from Social Media House came in and Mike did not hold back. Right now, I just want to let everybody know that this is our most listened to podcast to date. And he brings in a lot of valuable information regarding setting up your website, setting up yourself on social media, setting up yourself on more than one social media page, understanding digital marketing, understanding your online presence. This is not an expensive thing to do. This is a very reasonable and important thing to do for your business. You are no longer a yellow page business that's running your business out of your van or your truck or whatever. You have to get onto the digital landscape. But I also think that some people may look at it and they may think it's pricey, but what you have to be ready for is when you invest that money, when you start getting those leads, you have to be able to maintain and keep those leads going so that you're making your money back and plus more. I loved when he said that. He goes, listen, I, I will. these are the tools that you need to do. This is the stuff that you should be paying attention to. And this will get you the audience that you need to speak to. At that point, it's up to you on how you sell your brand. Yeah. So that's what's going to set you apart from other people. But what I liked about him the most is he actually really touched base with me at home. You know, I've been trying to find myself, find my voice here. You know, I'm expressing myself, I'm being funny. And and then, you know, I'm holding back a lot. Mike really taught me that the most important part in media and construction and business in life is be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, if you go online and you don't get the business from the people that you're afraid of, they weren't the customer that you needed. So just be yourself, you know, the truth sells itself and don't forget to add your personality because people are more drawn to personality than they are what you do. You're not going to please everybody. You're not going to be everybody's flavor. Manny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. I don't, I really like that. He said that. I, I said, why? Wait, when you it, said it, that, was I supposed to say, gone, cherry, cherry. <laughs> 
Cherry I don't flavor. give a fuck, but I love that. Like, why are you going to pretend to be somebody else? Don't. You have a unique product inside of you. It's you. Nobody can copy you. Everyone will smell it if you if you try to copy somebody else or if someone wants to try to copy you, right? So then just be yourself. You're 100% right on that. Number 37, we got to do one with Siat. Right. And we talked a lot about tile and stone and porcelain and all kinds of stuff. We talked about trends. We talked about glass block, which I hate. We I talked hate glass we, block. Yeah, we talked about a lot of where, where everything was headed. But I, I love that in the last year or two, I've seen Seattle expand so well into New York, into Atlanta, into Detroit. You know, they're growing. And I, I'm everyone knows me. I'm a huge fan of Seattle and I go there a lot and I deal with them because I just like goes back to that mom and pop. I just get treated well. And I've always been treated that way since day one. And day one, I had zero followers. But you know, the truth to that is, Manny, is that if you didn't go to a mom and pa shop, you wouldn't have that relationship. No. Nope. If you're going to a big box store and you're trying to get that, that's the kind of business you're going to end up having. So you really worked on creating a relationship with someone. And, you know, one thing I, I learned from, you know, Siat, it, and, and it's Chot. Chot. Chat. Chat. Is actually how you really say it, which was really bizarre. I didn't That's expect it. That's the Italian it. way to yeah, say it. I didn't expect Chat. it. Is that they made their name because they had so many amazing products. Like, really, it was about the products and how they presented their products. It was like, it was that box you want to open. So yes. when you walk into that store, they make you feel like you want to spend money. The truth is, is that I said something on that podcast. I only sent people there when they were my high-end customers or I was trying to highlight something. And the truth is, is they have prices like everybody yeah, else. That's not the case, man. I, I've told people, just walk around. You'll see stuff that's like bottom, bottom, bottom end. Yeah. And you're surprised. But I'm just like, mix it up, man. Mix it up. All it is is just do your homework, right? Number 38 was our first show that we released from the building show. And that was with Michael from Tiltwall. So wow, that was really that cool. That was really so that that's technology that's been around for a century and it's popular in the states, popular out west, popular out east. It's very controversial too because some guys want to see the thermal break on the outside. They talk about thermal break on the inside. inside. So, some guys are on the very inside. Yes. You know, there's a there's a lot of ways to build a home and you need to engineer it to your Likings. Yes. There's many ways of doing things. Well, Michael, nothing's right. Nothing's wrong. Michael was great about that. And we, we got a lot of insight on his history. And you guys connected being the Eastern European individuals yeah, I loved that you it. guys are. I love that he was just fun and, he was fun. and really honest. Yes. Number 39, we had our furthest north podcast. We drove up to Stouffville and we got to sit down with Tony Fogarty. And I want to say something. I would never drive anywhere else for anyone else. But That's it. Someone like Tony. But Tony was amazing. We basically set up Tony shop. Tony didn't even want to do this. No, we he had was, to drag he, him into he, it. I know. He wasn't interested. He's like, I don't want it. I don't care. I don't, it's just what, but that's how Tony was. But then I told him that you're coming along. He was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. As long as Cardino doesn't share any dick jokes, then I'm fine, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hated that. He would say to me every day at your place, when's the dick joke coming out? <laughs> um, you know, the thing about Tony that everybody needs to know is, this is a real, this guy goes above and beyond finished carpenter. Yes. And his tools are so mind boggling. I'm just waiting for a company to gobble him up and have him reinvent tools. This guy 
tries to make him more efficient and faster and better. And this guy's somebody to watch. I wish he had a camera around him because All the time. you need to see this guy work. Well, he does his stories with his finger pointing where he's explaining everything. Yeah. But he, he, his mind, the way his mind goes. He doesn't I, care. He loves sharing. He loves building. But I, I love that he's self-taught in less than, what, five years or something? Well, and, that, and that shows you that you can be in this business 30 years if start all over you can start into something new yeah and then look what he's done with it right like if you got heart and you care and you want to make a difference yeah or you want to make your job more efficient this is the guy to follow like this guy will show you how to do that that took us to tiling our very first tiling show and we had maddie maddie from mmc and he had a lot of interesting stories most of which was in the beginning where i almost i got very glassy i almost shed a tear when he was talking about mastic everything in can you high believe rise. that, dude? Floors and walls and showers, all mastic. And I'm but like, oh my God. How scary is it to see him go through the whole industry in 10 years? 10 years. And to see the garbage that's out there. I know. But then his loyalty but, towards Schluter, how he, as soon as he met it, as soon as he was using it, as soon as he was working with it, he understood it. And he goes, okay, this makes no sense. But, but you said something important right there. Even more important is that he saw the difference between not leaving people with shit work. He took it one step. He went into business for himself and started producing better products. I know. But it was also a heart-wrenching when he said that he started charging the same price that he was being paid in high-res and subdivision. Yeah, that's crazy, When he was doing custom. But that's how you learn. So he learned a lot. And now, if anything, man, he's one of the top guys on on tiling out there, right? So. you crazy. hire him if you want amazing work, right? So that was an amazing, and he had great stories. It was great laughs, and we loved it. That brought us to the most recent one where we had Andrew from Lusso Design, where he does those doors and he does those inserts. And yeah, Andrew went off on a little bit of a tangent during can, some of the show. He can talk, baby. <laughs> but he, you know what? He has a lot of passion, knowledge. Passion for the industry, man. He if you want to learn, be careful. He will talk about details that are inside of details. I love this brain. I he did. was great. He was great. And so that that takes us to what's currently online right now. And and by the time you guys hear this current podcast, because this one's going to be aired, I mean, this one might get on for another week or two, but it'll be the beginning of 2020. And our, our objective was to always give a new show every single week from the time that we started. We've, we've surpassed that. And we've got other shows that are still in the pipe that are just waiting to basically just get approved and then we can get oh, them out there. Oh, yeah. Political... Well, just like we we've got lawyers. No, 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 not yet, not yet. No, no, no. We've got we've got another rental run show that we did at the building show that that's going to get posted. We've got a Schluter one that we did at the building show where we got to talk to Mike and we got to talk a lot about the new products. That's right. We tried to break Mike's arm and get him to give us some information regarding IBS coming up, and he couldn't let go of anything. Very diplomatic. But he did make a product specifically for for Carlito where he's like, "I'll make that happen right away." (laughs) Wait (laughs) until you hear this one. (laughs) But you got to listen to that one and then we also we were talking to agnes about next gen where she's doing this whole website and getting people into job placements uh more for the high-rise and the unions and stuff like that and 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 keeping them there not seeing them turn around and and manny you know that was an important one for me because uh unfortunately like the this generation i was working at 13 14 so was i and there was a place called drake industrial overload they still exist and when you're that young Back then, you were allowed to still work at that age. Factories, you know, warehouses, wherever, you know what I mean? If it wasn't for places like this, I wouldn't have got a better job. You can kind of, it's like school. Like, Agnes's business is, 
they really Agnes's business is a little different than Drake Industrial Overload. Drake Industrial Overload had jobs and they would fill those positions. You know, she's more about putting you in the place that you want to be, where I, you will grow, where you will stay, where you will get support, where you will get education. She pays attention to the placement and to the person who wants to get into that placement. And I love that she's found a niche in this industry where she's seen that it can be better. And she's, she's actually making it better. So it was really, that's a really interesting conversation. And we're, that's going to get posted soon. And then the last one from the building show was with Mipay. We got a chance to speak to Mipay and Mipay Canada. All Wait the a reps. second. What happened to Renault Run? Renault Run's already spoke about that one. Oh, sorry. I told about it. We talked about Renault Run. Schluter already mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, Renault Run was a really good one. That was again. a great one. We were talking about that. We were talking about the pro program that they were offering. Yeah. So you buy a monthly sort of subscription base. But Mipay. That made a lot of sense, actually. That, that makes a huge amount of sense. So we had a lot of fun and, at the building show. And that show. was fun. When we approached Mipay, you were like, oh, Fuck! What you were? You thought I was gonna be some kind no, of hater? No, 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 no. I, I, knew I that. never hated. You know, we all have our preference to go to exactly. our go-to stuff. Exactly. It was nice to sit down and learn about new products. We were still having a legitimate conversation about the construction industry, yeah, man. which led into the construction life. And we talked about customer service. We talked about how the sales reps, and that I still believe that to this day. That if I've got a problem, I can contact my pay sales rep. Listen, and they will call me back and we'll talk about what the problem is and we'll solve it. There's, so. there's been many times where they actually have products that I could not, I could not use anyone else's product, but theirs. Yeah. So, and I ended up using them again. It's, it's like colors and tools, you know, we <laughs> go on about it in the joke around, but we all have our preference, right? Exactly. So from there, those will get posted very shortly in the next week or two guys. And then we've got some new ones where we got to bring in Mike from Greenstone. And he's a true Mason, stone, granite Mason. He started in Union Brick, and but then he wanted to get into actual stone. You know what I mean? And he's passionate about it. The guy's 40 years old, and he's got a, he's got a very pleasant surprise at the end of that podcast, yeah. which totally threw us off guard. Well, there's something we didn't talk about, and it's close to, it's close to base for me. Is I've been in martial arts my whole life. He didn't talk about it on, on air, but uh, he's a black belt in kung fu. Yeah, it's important. And, uh, to, yeah, it's important. Not that the black belt's impressive. It is, but it's not. The art of kung fu is not as strong as it used to be. I used to take kung fu when I was really young. It's nice to see a fellow fighter in the industry and not hurting anyone. Well, <laughs> his story begins by him throwing bricks at people. Yeah, so which is really good. That's a really interesting story to listen to. And then we also had, we had Hans from Pinwheel, and we were talking about passive house building, and a lot of talk was about what was going on in Germany, because he's German, and he was talking about, but what I liked about Hans is that he was expressing a lot of R&D, because he does a lot of R&D. I met him through another building science individual that I've known for four years, five years. I've known Hans for about the same amount of time. You know, he's followed me and how I build. He knows that I care about passive. He knows I want to do something like that. That was a really interesting, very long conversation, almost two hours as well because we were trying to wrap our heads on how we can do this. The North American greed is really an, a, a vicious animal where everybody wants a 5,000 square foot home and they really don't want to give up square footage to make their home smaller. 
to make it more efficient. And we talked a lot about what is right, what is wrong, what should be done, what, what should we care about. We talked about the future. We talked about global. We talked about a bunch we of stuff. We talked about people not being able to afford homes that they're owning, oh. that they can't even do maintenance on them. Exactly. So uh, that's that's an amazing. So that one's going to get posted real soon. But and, th- that one there was really uh, interesting for me because there are so many different ways of se- envelope sealing your house. Yes. It's just... It's, it's mind-boggling, endless, man. so we're trying to figure it out. And then from there, we get into basically our last podcast of 2019, which is going to be your buddy, who's basically what? He's a mudder. Okay. He's, our first he does, drywall. He does more than mudding, but he does machine and hand mudding. Perfect. And he is the spectrum of products that he uses. He's He has figured out a math. What works, what doesn't, what's callbacks, what isn't. When to use paper, when to use mesh, when to use fiber tape, when to use plastic versus metal corner beads, you know, how important the drywall is, you know, there's a lot of stuff to learn on that. So that's another great podcast. So you guys should expect all of these rolling out for the remainder days of the, of the 2019 and then into the first or second week of 2020. That takes us to a total of 49 podcasts basically for 2019, which was our goal that we wanted to do. But this one here is 50. This, no, this one, this one becomes the 49th one, okay. right? So, which is amazing. And then like we've said over and over, and we've actually, uh, we've, we've held true to this. We are going to create a new podcast every single week in 2020. So expect that there might even be more, it depends on our schedules. And it's really about us committing to as much as we can. So hopefully by the end of 2020, we will have over a hundred podcasts. A lot of interesting conversations. But Manny, this isn't even about you and me. No. This is about the people bringing their stories and their experiences in construction to the mic. Yes. And really important is that I hope that we never come off as being arrogant or knowing it all because we don't. No, we want to um, learn. We're learning from everyone we interview. Now that uh, we've gotten to this point where we're almost at 50. This and next really year, has to be about about helping, teaching, so and preparing for the future. I'm so on reaching out to specific people that I want to get more insight. This has basically been a resurgence of my first and second, maybe up to my first five years of construction, where I went to all the trade shows and I was really conscious of specifically tracking down certain people to speak to them, to get as much information as I possibly can to make my work better, to build my brand better. That's what this podcast has been doing for me. So expect some really interesting podcasts in 2020. And I know that we've hinted at getting a lawyer on the show, which we will get one on, getting an accountant on the show, which we will get on, and getting nutritional and family. We want to talk about taking care of your physical body because this is a physically demanding occupation, career. This is important that we pay attention to this, that what you eat and how you eat and how you keep yourself is important. Yeah, you can't keep going to fast food, But No, number one, though, we are going to talk about your retirement. We're yeah, going to talk this is a about big one for me. people figuring out financial advising, figuring out how you can basically create passive income, how you can prepare yourself because we are all small business owners. And so there is no magic pension waiting when for us. When you get to 50, nobody wants you anymore. You better wake up, man. You better wake up. So we've got a lot of interesting podcasts coming in 2020. We love that everybody's still listening to us. We love that it keeps on growing on a daily basis. We're going to keep on feeding this machine. We're going to keep on fucking pissing people off. We're going to go after the fucking bullshit and we're going to keep on sharing more valuable information. That's coming from us. You got anything else to add before well, we wrap you know, this up? We got some videos coming out. Yes, I, we do. We have you some know, videos uh, coming out. For the guys out there that have been talking to me saying, hey man, why don't you give me some videos? 
We have a lot of video footage. We're going to be we doing did some, some videos. We did some filming. And this podcast is about me and Manny. This podcast is about the construction industry. We're just we're just making it happen. Really, we're, we're there's conduit. so many cool stories and so, so many is. interesting people. I'm making so many new friends or acquaintances. Friends <laughs> I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, man. We're out of here. Yeah. And this is how it goes. Oh, by the way, the 416 T.O. baby. Oh, <laughs> out of here. <laughs>